This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. The more diversity of thought of the people working at tech companies, the better. The blockchain idea was around 91, the same idea of in the digital world, we need verifiable documents. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Market Scales Software and Technology Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. And thanks so much for joining us on another episode. We appreciate you listening along to some quality thought leadership. As you're doing so, make sure that you're subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and heading to our website, marketscale.com, for more articles, videos, and blogs from the B2B space and a variety of different verticals. So on today's episode, we're rejoined by Kevin Levy. He's VP of Marketing for Orex, which is a call recording software company. And we've got him on to get a post-mortem on COVID's impact to the call center industry. Like many other office-based industries, call centers were panged with COVID facility challenges and health and safety challenges, obviously, and in many cases moved to remote work. But for call recording workflows, this posed a technical challenge. How do you monitor and make actionable improvements to your calls without a streamlined recording platform that captures voice over IP, as well as mobile and landline phones if everyone is working in a more decentralized workflow? Flow. So Kevin joins us today to give us that high-level industry look, as well as give context on where the industry is at now, almost a year out from the initial U.S. lockdowns and restrictions, how Orex has worked to solve this remote call center challenge, and where it places call center strategies moving forward. Kevin, great to have you on. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Daniel. It's been a hot minute since our last conversation. Uh, how have you held up during this uh, this past year? It's been crazy. We actually had a really good year last year, so um, it was really easy for us to pivot. We're a software-based company, not hardware. Uh, most of our clients, you know, didn't really have to change much with regard to our software. It's it's open source based. Um, it's really unrestricted, and so um, our clients didn't really skip a beat. So we've actually been growing. That's exciting stuff. Well, good to hear. And uh, let's go ahead and start breaking down some of the broader impacts of COVID on your industry. So can you recap some of the most pressing ways that the pandemic introduced new stressors as well as maybe amplified already existing stressors in call center workflows? So you do have companies that provide virtual agents, agents that work from home. Um, But by and large, most large contact centers you know, some of the, the Fortune 5000, let's call them, even down to, you know, to middle, middle-sized companies, most of them are working with um, in-house agents. Uh, e- even smaller companies, like a law firm, for example, they have their in-house lawyers or a, a call center company that has uh, agents working for them in any capacity. Usually they're in-house. And so immediately there was a huge shift to external working from home. And a lot of these folks were either using, starting to use cell phones, they're using their landline, they're using voice over IP, um, and so that these companies had to pivot and find a way to capture those calls that are now remote and not based on you know their network centric line. And how did that shift shape both call center productivity as well as capacity to uh, manage calls in general? Okay, so what we've learned is that a large number of these agents are working from home now, upwards of seventy one percent, and a lot of these agents were on uh, a switch switch centric recording environment in the uh, in the office. And these companies have had to switch to a network-centric, capturing calls and directing traffic using an SBC, a session border controller. 
Fortunately, our clients didn't really have to change much with regard to our software because our software is very um, hybrid. Um, it, it supports a broad case, broad set of use cases. So unlike a lot of software out there, recording software that has premise-based software, cloud software, et cetera, ours is kind of an all-in-one solution where you want to capture calls in-house, you want to capture calls remote, you want to capture calls on a VoIP, landline, uh, mobile, it doesn't matter. Our solution didn't really change, but our clients, a lot of them had to switch from a, a switch-centric environment to a network-centric. That was a challenge for many of them, but fortunately, from our standpoint, we didn't have to you know, change much from our software. I'm curious, at an even higher level, did you see, because of the pandemic, as these call centers were having to transition their workflows, were they also seeing an increased amount of calls? And I know that's kind of hard to quantify because call centers go beyond just any single industry, but uh, for maybe some specific industries, were they dealing with two challenges at once, both having to reshape their networks and their infrastructure, but also deal with an increased demand of calls from people that, you know, maybe now we're uh, transitioning more to online shopping if we're in the retail space or uh, we're looking for more network support from uh, their IT partners. So we don't have tremendous visibility into the actual calls of our clients, but I can say that if you look at some industries like healthcare, um, there was a big shift to telemedicine. So maybe an insurance company would be starting to feel more calls about Is telemedicine now my preferred way of contacting my doctor and is it covered? Um, I think a lot of companies have, you know, product-based companies have really robust self-help channels, uh, whether it be through chat or it be through their website, you know, FAQs. I think the average consumer today is really good at seeking out the information they need on their own. But I do think, like I said, in healthcare and some other uh, environments, there's probably a, a, a large influx of people calling in asking questions about, you know, how is my policy affected by COVID? How are my, uh, how's my coverage affected, et cetera. Was this the first time that we saw uh, this kind of in mass adoption of remote call centers or maybe more specifically uh, adoption of decentralized individual remote operations? This capacity, absolutely. I mean, this was massive. I mean, you're literally talking about five to 10% of agents working from home. And now you have upwards of 70%, even more because of this massive shift. And because it's been going on for so long, a lot of companies are actually starting to shift, uh, you know, their future operations to having agents work from home. It just makes a lot more sense. But as I was saying before, there has been, you know, over the last decade, uh, a shift from agents working in-house, you know, W2s, you know, for an organization to these remote call centers that have agents kind of virtually scattered across the globe. Uh, and they're like 1099 um, you know, contractors, if you will. So that definitely um, has been a trend over the last several years and really kind of move, move, moving call center agents out of the actual cubicle and into their home. But the, the, nothing has been you know, at this scale you know, that we've seen with COVID. I mean, this is, this is just you know, earth shattering, huge, huge, big waves of change. Now, before COVID, we had seen call centers have, like you said, a non-switch based infrastructure for their calls. So for folks that were already doing some type of remote call center workflow, how were they managing that challenge to the infrastructure of being able to monitor and have actionable insights on their agents? 
obviously this was the first time that we saw this kind of adoption in mass, but to your answer, I guess what I'm getting from it is that there was still some semblance of before COVID hit, like there were some players that had remote operations or had call centers that were a little more decentralized. So basically like how were they doing it? And did they even have to adjust some of their workflows or, you know, were the solutions that were out there, you know, maybe offering that kind of infrastructure, but just not uh, at the scale that we now need it? I'm just kind of curious how those players were managing their software before COVID hit. A lot of call centers, enterprises are using call recording, audio capture equipment and, and, and software from some of the largest players in the industry. Many of those software platforms or hardware platforms are proprietary software. So it makes it hard to just switch on a dime from premise-based to say cloud-based. And so a lot of these companies had to go back to their call recording vendor, if you will, and say, we're now switching to a more um, remote environment with our agents. You know, how do we con- how do we start capturing those calls? And because they don't have, you know, open hybrid software that can, uh, you know, just flip a switch and start recording, you know, remote agents. They had probably had to do some heavy lifting and some, uh, you know, some software and some hardware reinstalls to kind of change the scope of how they capture their agents. That was probably for most of these large organizations that had these recording platforms from the biggest players. That was a big challenge for them. And that probably like led to some downtime in, in actually capturing calls. I mean, when you consider downtime and capturing calls, that's a problem when you consider calls are used for order verification, for uh, dispute resolution, et cetera. So if you don't have those calls, that could be a challenge. But again, from our standpoint, since we're a software-based solution, not hardware, and we're, we have basically a, a hybrid platform that can record you know, any type of call uh, in any environment you know, on the same platform, it was just a quick uh, you know, flip of a switch for most of our clients. So let's get a little more context on Oryx's solution to this challenge. I know you just recently introduced a new software just for this. Uh, can you give us more context on what it is and some of the key issues that you look to solve with it? When you have agents working from home, sometimes you're going to get a VoIP phone sent to you from your company and you're going to connect over the internet and start you know, connecting that way. Sometimes they're going to ask you to just use, just use their, your landline. Sometimes they're going to ask you to use your mobile phone and they'll just, you know, uh, reimburse you for those costs. You need to have a software platform, not hardware, a software call recording platform that enables all of these calls to be captured, regardless of how often they're used, if they're used in parallel, if they're used in unison, if a call, uh, is, if, if an agent is sometimes using their cell phone, sometimes using a landline, sometimes using VoIP, et cetera, et cetera. So we created Oreca RA, remote agent, and it supports VoIP. Soft phone, mobile phone, landline, uh, all, all in one. And it stores the recordings in the cloud. And what's good about it is an agent working from home doesn't have to download any software. Uh, they don't have to install any hardware. So you could see when agents shifted to working from home, it was pretty seamless. What's also important is the ability to capture these, these agents um, in a variety of ways. So, you know, there's different types of recording. There's remote site recording, there's active recording, there's cloud recording, there's mobile recording. Again, a lot of call recording vendors have different products for each, and it's, it's hard to kind of mix and match. Orica RA can handle any of these recording types, you know, in a hybrid environment. It makes it much more flexible and easy for a customer to kind of flip a switch and start capturing the remote agent recordings. 
Now, how does the software work to integrate with other important technologies, whether that is a previous Oracle solution or a third-party software that a call agent uses at a day-to-day -day basis? Well, our software is modular. You can buy it uh, in piecemeal, and you just choose the solutions that you need. But it also works together seamlessly. So, if you have any other call recording uh, software from us, whether it be screen recording, mobile recording, etc., it all works seamlessly together. But what's also important, if you think about it, when you're capturing a remote agent's calls, right, there's certain intelligence in those calls that you want to make sure you get out. And so a lot of companies use speech analytics where they transcribe the call and then they put um, analytics against that transcription to kind of pull out key phrases, right? Identify a, call, a customer that's planning on defecting and, and leaving, um, identify an unhappy customer, identify an agent that has a compliance infraction, right? They're not saying the right things, they're not asking the right questions. So it's really important that you're able to capture that audio and then um, send it unbridled to a speech analytics or voice biometrics or customer experience management solution to then um, you know add value to the you know the recording etc a lot of systems don't have you know open uh, access to this metadata this call recording metadata and and the voice data itself you have to pay for it um, it takes time to access it so you want to make sure that you have a solution that it, that gives you kind of free, easy access to this data so you can export it and put it in those third-party systems. And that's what Oryx does. As call recording software extends to employees' personal devices, there are questions around, you know, what are the privacy guarantees around this? How does this really function and integrate with my personal devices? Are there concerns like that from the call agent base? And if so, uh, what work have you done to assuage those concerns with your solution? Well, certainly there's always concerns um, with regard to what's being captured in a call. So some companies uh, where they have an agent that's taking credit card information over the phone, they have some protocols in place where whether it's the software itself pauses the recording before that's captured or that software uh, enables the person to key in their credit card information, for example, over their keypad, um, and then it just shows up on the agent's screen. Um, that way it's not part of the recording or the agent themselves um, is asked to then pause the recording, etc. So there's a lot of ways to keep that personalized data, if you will, personal identifiable information out of the call recording. What's also important is the recording itself can certainly be encrypted. You can have password protected access to those recordings when it's stored in the cloud. Um, and then certainly the cloud provider uh, or the cloud storage provider themselves also have you know, various security protocols in place. So there's a lot of ways to protect the data and, and make, ensure that the customer's privacy is, is protected. Based on some of the feedback you've gotten from folks in uh, your customer base, what has been the impact of a solution like this? Has it met all of their uh, immediate COVID needs? Uh, and do they see this as being part of their long-term strategies moving forward? One of our largest customers, they had all of their agents, you know, immediately switch to, you know, working from home. Um, and they had to switch from a switch environment to a, uh, a network-centric environment. They had initially, from a premise-based solution standpoint, they had Cisco UCC, that's a premise-based telephony environment. They had to switch to a, a session border control or SBC version of, of Cisco, Cisco Cube, that enabled them to capture calls um, remotely. We helped them do that in a very short period of time. Believe it or not, it was only uh, in two weeks. And they had thousands of agents. We helped them make that, that shift Im immediately. And now 
Um, it's hard to know for sure, but it certainly seems like now that they have that in place, that they're probably going to move forward with some level of hybrid situation where some agents move back into the office and some just continue to work remotely because it's it's so efficient, it's so cost effective, et cetera. So that's just one example, but um, I'm sure there are others that are going to follow suit. We're now almost a year removed from the start of COVID lockdowns and restrictions here in the States. With that almost 12 months of response time, how many call centers have adopted this kind of technology? And if folks haven't adopted this technology, are they still struggling to transition? If so, why? Give us sort of a a landscape here of the field. Small companies typically have used call recording that's embedded into their telephony system. And a lot of those telephony systems are cloud-based. So for them, it probably wasn't a big shift. For some of the larger organizations out there, 500 to you know 100,000 agents, right? Some of the largest organizations in the world, you know, they certainly had to make an immediate shift. Otherwise, it would have had detrimental con- consequences to their revenue and their stock price. Most of these organizations by now have certainly figured it out. But again, non-Oryx clients um, probably had to do some heavy lifting, you know, some forklift type upgrades to their hardware and their software to accommodate these remote agents. Again, we just talked about a, a company that literally had 100,000 agents and we made this happen in two weeks because we're software-based, because we're open, because we have a hybrid uh, recording capture approach. So I think this gives lends credence to the, the notion that you need to have open, flexible systems um, in your call center today to be able to kind of pivot on a dime. And then finally, Kevin, how do you think that sets up the industry moving forward? I know I kind of already posed that question from an Orex perspective, but from a full industry perspective, do you see remote decentralized call centers and call agents still playing a part for the industry moving forward? Yes, no. Why or why not? Yeah, I absolutely think so. Companies are recognizing that, you know, the the largest cost for a call center is the cost of the agent. If you can hire some of these, you know, part-time, you know, 1099 contractors or um, not have to then, you know, pay for that agent to sit in a cubicle with air conditioning and light and furniture, et cetera, and just work from home. I mean, you just, there's tremendous cost saving. Um, and the ability to capture those, those agents' conversations now and have the, the recording turn out in the exact same way as it did before, even though they're from home. I mean, there's just tremendous cost savings capabilities right now. So it's already shifted, but a continuation of agents working from home, it just makes so much more sense, you know, from a cost perspective. All right, Kevin, I think that does it for our conversation. Thank you so much for joining us and giving us this update on how the call center industry has adapted since COVID and how it is finding use in remote, more decentralized call center workflows. And of course, where Oryx is fitting into that reimagined future. So again, we've been chatting with Kevin Levy. He's vice president of marketing for Oryx. And Kevin, if folks want to find out more about how your solution is supporting this space and potentially source it for themselves, how can they get in touch? Just go to our website, orecx.com. Look under products, look at our remote agent page. Uh, We have some collateral as well. Uh, And we continue to put out stuff on our blog. So look at our blog as well. Fantastic. Kevin, thanks again for your time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate it. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of the Market Scale Software and Technology Podcast. If you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes, make sure that you're going to our website, marketscale.com, and subscribing to our various podcast channels on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And for a full catalog of our various contributor shows, make sure you peruse our website. We've got lots to offer. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and we'll catch you next time.